and welcome to this week's episode of The Exercise Engineer. This week I'm talking to you guys about gym fear. Why is it that we are so afraid of going to the gym? So like the gym itself, I, like you obviously feel afraid. It's a very daunting place, especially if you're a beginner, like you, you might feel like you're going to be judged. Um, it is totally understandable. Like I even still feel anxious going into new gyms. Like today I'm actually going to a new gym and I'm, I am feeling anxious because I can't film outside today. So I was like, right, let's go get a full body session in the gym. But yeah, still very, very nerve wracking. Like you just, if you don't know what to expect, you are going into the unknown. Like you don't know how busy it's going to be. Like, are you going to have to approach strangers if they're taking, like not taking up space, but like if, if you need to use the machine after them, all those things like that. So like, I totally, totally understand when you say, I'm, I'm scared of going to the gym. It's very daunting. Um, and I feel like I'm taking up space. Like people have used that as an excuse. And it's like, you are not taking up space. You have as much of a right to be there as anyone else in that gym, whether they are a regular gym goer, they might be one of those big, huge men that you see in there. Like you might be scared that you're taking up space because you're not lifting proper weights, but that is absolutely outrageous. Like you have just of as much of a right to be there compared to anyone else in that gym, no matter what anyone says to you. I know people have had that said to them in the past and it's just shocking. Like new things are scary anywhere. Like any new thing. That's why we're nervous for like the first day of the unknown. Like the first day of going to the gym, first day of a new job. Maybe it's you going on a first date. We're always nervous about doing the first things or like the things for the first time because you don't know what to expect. Like it's new, it's scary, but it's also a little bit exciting. So if you reframe it and think like the aim of going to the gym is to move and feel better. If you go in there with that as your main focus, you'll be absolutely fine because then you can, that's your priority. You just want to feel better than you did when you went in. And chances are you will be, even if you don't absolutely blitz yourself in the workout, any movement is good. We need to remember that movement is medicine at the end of the day. It really, really is. I'm a firm believer of that. Anything, obviously not anything can be cured by movement, but a good chunk of everything. Always feel better after a little bit of movement. Um, a lot of people are very concerned about their own body image when going into a gym. Like people are looking at me, people are judging my body, people are judging what I'm wearing, people are judging what I look like. I've just rolled out of bed. I look awful. Some people go with a full face of makeup on because they want to feel better about themselves. They go in the new gym outfits and that's absolutely fine. If you want to do that, if you want to wear a full face of makeup, you want to look your best in the gym, absolutely fine. But you do not have to do that if you don't want to. If you just want to rock up in any outfit, absolutely fine. Just go for it. Like, Don't overthink what you're wearing just because some people look really nice in the gym. I've actually asked people before, like, why, why do you put makeup on for the gym? And because they feel better, they feel more confident, and therefore they actually get a better session done if they feel more confident. You back yourself a bit more. So if that's something that you need to pick up, I'm not saying go with a full face of makeup on, but even like putting a nice matching outfit on, you feel a bit more confident, you might get a PB. 
Like the tiny little things like that are all in your own head and it might actually work. There's a bit of placebo in there, but it's absolutely fine. But I know that a lot of people do worry about what their body looks like in the gym, like especially if the lightings aren't, if it's not quite right. I even look at myself in the mirror thinking, oh, this is not a good body, body image day. And that's okay. Like we all have bad body image days. Um, but trust me when I say that nobody is looking at you. Nobody is judging you at all. Like everyone is way, 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 way too concerned about themselves. If you think all these things are going through your head, they're probably going through everyone else's head as well. And if, if, if they're not worried about what they look like, they're obsessed with what they look like. So they're staring at themselves in the mirror anyway. Like, you, <laughs> that is literally the two types of people that go to the gym. The people that back themselves and just stare at themselves the whole time anyway, have no concern for anyone else who's in there, in which case that's good for us because they're not staring at us or they're too busy worrying about what they look like instead. So yeah, trust me when I say nobody is looking at you, nobody is judging you because I've had so many people say, oh, I'm, I'd, I'd go back to the gym, but I'm not ready. I don't, I don't look, I don't look right yet. What do you think the gym is for? It's literally for getting you in better shape, making you feel better, moving your body to feel good, lifting weights, getting stronger, getting fitter. Any body size, body shape is welcome in there. There is no set shape. Like if you think maybe, maybe you used to go to a particular gym and you're worried that you've let yourself go a little bit, but all the people that have still been going are going to recognize you and then take the piss. Chances are they're not. No one, no one, you probably won't recognize anyone in there anymore because other people might have moved on. They might have got a different gym. They might have let themselves go a little bit too. So don't worry about what other people are thinking. Seriously, 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 seriously. I think another really big concern for people not wanting to go to the gym is knowledge with various gym equipments, so many different exercises you can be doing. Like, oh, am I, oh, am I doing the exercises wrong? Am I using the weights or the equipment correctly? Like, oh, no one said anything to me. People are watching me. People are judging me in their head. Like, if someone then comes over and corrects you, how many other people saw and didn't say anything? Like, how long were they watching for and judging before they decided to say something? Like, all of these things go through our head, especially if we are a beginner. We are doing exercises that we don't, aren't necessarily used to doing, or there's so many new, there's always new machines in there. Every time I don't go in the gym very often at all because I film home workouts. But when I do go in there, I swear to God, there's a different machine in there every time. Every single time there is a machine that I look at and think, what the hell is that for? Like, are they just making machines up now? I don't know. But most of the time you go over to it, there's a little description of how to use it. And if you can't work it out, there is usually someone there that you can ask. And I would recommend just asking people. Seriously, they don't bite. People actually enjoy being asked stuff, especially the people who work there because they're like, oh, thank God I can stop cleaning machines. I can actually help people on the machines, which is what they're there for. That is why they probably got that job in the first place. So never feel like you're a burden because if I worked in a gym, I'd be walking around hoping people were going to ask me about how to set the machine up or how many reps I should be doing or 
can you spot me for this particular exercise? If you're not sure, if you're not 100% with um, spotting, it's if you are going quite heavy, it's usually on like one of your last um, sets of exercises. Uh, you might think you might fail, um, in which case you can get someone to spot you. Um, this just means if you're doing bench press, for example, if you fail the rep, then that means it's not just going to crush you. Like someone will be there to pick it back off you. And that's okay. That is what spotting is for. That is why we lift heavy weights. Going to failure can be very, very beneficial because you know you're, you've used that muscle to its maximum capacity. So obviously we don't want to go to failure in every exercise, every rep, every day. That's just painful. Like you don't don't need to do that. Um but it can be very beneficial. So just asking people to come and spot you, um, I would definitely recommend I do it sometimes, especially if I'm there on my own. If not, you can go with people. I would recommend that as well. Um, within my app, I actually give technique videos and tutorials um, and then ask for videos from clients as well. So like if I want to check that they're doing a kettlebell swing right, I'll be like, right, film yourself doing the kettlebell swing and send me it because I want to check your technique and then I'll send back pointers and stuff. So it's really, really beneficial if you have the capacity to ask someone just to double check your technique, just check that you're not going to hurt yourself, especially if you then try and lift heavier weights after that. You want to get your technique right first. So really, really beneficial to learn all the technique first. Um, and if you can't ask anyone, just drop me a message on Instagram. I am always happy to help. I want to make sure that you guys are lifting safely. Um, then we've got things in the gym like gender, gender issues. So I know a lot at the moment, there's some female only gyms opening up. I used to go to one in London a few times when I was training for the turf games and it was a women's only gym and it was amazing and everyone there was really nice the community was so supportive um i've never had an issue with being in a male dominated gym anywhere i think my background in engineering i've always done physics and maths at school like i've always been surrounded by males pretty much a, a good chunk of my life so it doesn't actually bother me i think especially because i know what i'm doing most of the time in the gym as well uh, but even so, like, it doesn't matter. Like, they are willing to help um, just as much. But there is always the worry that guys will approach girls in the gym. Maybe you don't want to be hit on in the gym, especially by sometimes slightly creepy people. Like, yeah, if the fittest one in the gym's coming over to chat to me, game on. Let's go, mate. But majority of the time, it's not the ones that you want to come talk to you. Is it? Is it? Why? Anyway, that's a, that, that's a topic for a different time, I think. Not sure it's fully related, but it is a great place to meet people like like minded people who clearly prioritize their health and fitness. Um, so, yeah, why? Why not like being approached in a gym? Um, however, I don't think mid squat set I'm going to be approached because my faces are not good. I am. I'm such a sweat monster and I always think if I'm going to a gym, if I've paid for a gym and I'm not lifting to my full capacity, 
which means the scary faces are going to come out where I'm really, really squeezing, then I feel like I've sort of wasted my money because most of the time, we well, I you know me, I film home workouts, so I lift a 24 kg kettlebell most of the time. So when I have the opportunity to potentially lift 100 kg, I'm like, yeah, baby, let's go. So yeah, gyms are probably not the place that I'm going to get hit on, but maybe for some people, like there's some girls on Instagram, I'm like, oh damn, they look good. They look great, in fact. So yeah, maybe for them they might get hit on, but they might not want to be hit on in that place. Anyway, but I will just say, when it comes to guys in the gym, it's often the really big and scary ones that are actually the softest and friendliest and nicest, and they're the ones who want to help you because they've been in there for years, probably and usually decades. They've been going to a gym to get that big. So they are, they love it. They don't think you're taking up space at all. They love seeing new people in the gym. And I just, I've had it a few times where like they've, they've either approached me or I've asked them or something and they are honestly there to help. They love spotting people. So just always ask. You never know. You never know. Um, I think one thing that's come up in social media quite recently is it's quite a new issue, I think, because a lot of people are now filming in gyms, which is absolutely fine. But then you get people in the background of gym videos a lot of the time. And there's been instances where boys or like men are like looking in the background. You can see them watching the girls and they're sort of being outed like I think it makes even guys now on edge in the gym. Like, are they in the back of a video? Are they, have they just checked someone out and they've been caught on camera? And they might just be looking because they're bloody impressed with what you're lifting. You never know. Like, they're not necessarily just checking you out or like staring at your ass. So I think this is quite a toxic trend that girls started filming just to catch guys out. And I just think... It's a little bit off. I'm not fully on board with it, to be honest. I think it's a bit harsh. And if I just like to think if a guy is in the back of your video checking you out, take it as a compliment and move on. Just take, like, yes, staring weirdly, there's a fine line. There's a fine, fine line. But if they just glance over, check you out and go, oh, decent. Yeah, strong ass bitch over there doing her thing. Take it as a compliment. And I know many people struggle with finding time for the gym. So I just wanted to go over a few tips to help you reduce the time that you need for the gym. Um, And I do think, especially when it comes to beginners, you sort of want to be in and out there pretty quickly, even if it, it might take slightly longer when you try and work out which gym equipment and stuff you need to use But if you do want to reduce the amount of time you're in the gym, these are my favorite tips. So you need to be splitting your workouts into upper and lower body workouts. So instead of going in there and going full body every time, you are reducing the amount of muscle groups that you need to work. um, So it'll reduce the time that you that's required to spend in the gym that day. just upper and lower like you don't need to do like the full gym bro split which is like chest and tries back and buys quads glutes and hamstrings who am I joking most guys don't do two leg days in a week never mind well they don't even do one never mind two 
Um, well, sorry, that's so outing. Like, I, sorry, any guys listening. <laughs> You've just been outed. There you go. Um, but yeah, splitting into upper and body. You can do push-pull legs. I know that's quite a popular one. But I just think if you're going to just stick to upper and lower body twice per week, you'll be smashing all your muscle groups that you need to hit. Like, as long as you're hitting them twice per week, I would recommend that. Okay, top tip number two for this is to utilize supersets in your workouts. So what I mean by a superset is you put two exercises back to back without rest. So they're a great way to progressively overload your muscles and reduce the time spent resting in between your sets. So for example, a superset for chest might be supersetting a chest press with chest flies or even like uh, reverse lunges with jump squats. So putting something like an exercise at the end, which is usually lower weight, or you could just put body weight in there. So you could do chest press straight into press ups to um, press ups to failure, anything like that. But you shouldn't be doing you shouldn't be doing um, chest press and chest flies with the same weight. So you will have to put the weight down, pick up something slightly smaller, and then do it. But what I mean is you don't rest for a full minute in between those two exercises you literally finish your reps for the chest press switch your weights quickly and then straight into the chest flies and then you have your rest after you've done both of the exercises does that make sense i realize i cannot hear you reciprocate on that anyway top tip number three is to do your cardio outside i hate with a passion running on treadmills. I hate the elliptical, I hate everything to do with cardio inside. I think, yes, it's great if it's snowing outside, but a bit of rain is not gonna kill you. Um, keep the gym for your resistance training only. Get your cardio done outside, whether your cardio is power walking, running, cycling, um, you can do these en route to places you're going, so maybe run or cycle to work or even run to the gym as your warm-up, like cycle to the gym as part of your warm-up. Um, if you don't have showers at work, you could always run to uh, walk to work and then run back. Um, but yeah, just try and do your cardio outside. You'll feel so much better getting the fresh air as well, getting the proper daylight, and it means you don't have to spend that extra half an hour in the gym. I would much, much, much rather be outside doing that half an hour. Either listening to a podcast, listening to music, just listening to nature, going for a walk with your friends, going for a run with your friends, cycling with your friends, anything along those lines, I would just 10 out of 10 recommend doing it outside. Number four is to get your NEAT up. So this is your non, oh my God, I couldn't say it then, non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So this is any activity that you do outside of your planned exercise. So maybe you get off the bus a stop earlier. Maybe you park further away. Maybe you stand up on the tube, have a dance while you're doing the washing up or cooking, like always getting up to get the drinks. Um, if you're sitting watching TV and people want a cup of tea, always be the person that gets up to get them. Um, running up and down the stairs instead of walking, like the options are endless. Just move more. Like this will help to burn calories without even thinking about the gym. So that's just a great tip for 
general fat loss and spending less time in the gym. So get your neat up, move, move, move more throughout the day. Uh, number five, lift heavier weights. Usually, if you lift heavier weights, you can do much less reps and then less time in the gym. Technically, yes, you should still be resting slightly more. Um, but if I was doing six to eight reps instead, like that could, instead of like 15, for example, yes, I might need slightly longer on my rest period, but you will bash through a lot more sets quicker because you are lifting more and doing it for less reps instead like some people do 20 reps and it's like wow that actually takes a lot of time um 8 to 12 is the optimum obviously but if i was in the 8 to 12 range i would prefer to lift heavier for 8 reps instead of lifting lighter for 12 that's just my preference though and that's going to help you build more muscle as well and you will be able to track your progressive overload because if you are lifting as heavy as you can for eight reps, if you then go to the gym the next week and the next week and the next week, maybe after four weeks, you'll be able to do 12 reps of that same weight. And then that's where you would then increase the weight and then reduce the reps back down to eight. That is what we call progressive overload. That is how we build muscle the most optimal way possible. And therefore, the more muscle you've got, the more that your body will burn naturally. We've been through this a thousand times because muscle on the body uses more energy than fat does on the body. So the more muscle you have, the more calories you technically burn doing absolutely nothing. You are welcome. So there you go. Um, and top tip number six for reducing the amount of time you spend in a gym is to do home workouts. I do 95% of my workouts from home or slash outside filming them for people at home. So it saves me a crazy amount of time, like a ridiculous amount of time. When I filmed home workouts before I went to work in London, the amount of time I saved, because you don't have to get ready, you don't have to commute to and from the gym, there's no distractions at home, you can literally just turn the video on, get it done, and you literally sorted for the day. So it was like 50 minutes, maybe like five, 10 minutes prep time, putting my camera and stuff up. So it was like an hour. Whereas by the time, if I wanted to go to the gym, we're talking two hours, easy. By the time I think about it, put a nice outfit on, get to the gym, do the actual gym session, which usually takes double the amount of time. We're easily talking two, two and a half hours. Some people, three hours, easily. So... That is one of the ways that I save a lot of time. Um, however, if you do still want to go to the gym, this is how to stop being scared of the gym. I think maybe scared isn't like the right term, but I know a lot of us do have a little bit of gym fear. So number one, make a plan. Know exactly what you're going to do when you get in there. So it's a simple way to just take the edge off and just get rid of some uncertainty associated with visiting either a new gym or like a new game plan or something just before you get there. Make sure you know what you're doing when you go in. Maybe you've already looked at some tutorial videos so you know what to do for each exercise when you get in there. I know a lot of my, maybe not a lot of them actually, most of them do it from home, but a few of my clients take the video in with them. They know exactly which weight they are picking up and then they do my full video 
in the gym just because they've got more space than they might do at home and there's more choice of weights there as well so if you've got a gym and you want to keep the gym membership but you want to do some workouts and my ones at the moment are only half an hour like it's such a game changer absolutely fine to still go to the gym and do those and just use the weights that they have there um but have a plan know exactly what you are doing um tip number two for how to stop being scared of the gym is to get some pro tips just ask people or go with someone or get an app which explains to you exactly what you need to be doing follow people on instagram that help with setting like simple things like setting up machines Sometimes you get there and you're like, that is not right for my body. Like I have such short limbs that most of the time, if guys have been on the machines, there is no way it's set for my body. Like the seat might be too high or like not far back enough or like, I don't know, I can't reach up to the lap pull down machine. I can never do that when your legs are under that little bar. Impossible. I don't know how people do it. Um, but just get some tips. Follow helpful people and remember to stop comparing yourself do not i repeat do not compare your day one with someone else's day 1001 or 10,000 like some people have been going to the gym years and years and years you cannot compare your day one if you are going for the first time to someone else's day 1000 like you really cannot like especially the way that people look in there. I know there's so many, so many gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous people in there, but you cannot compare your day one to that. You just need to remember that that could be you if you stick at it for day 1000. That's the way to look at that situation. Don't think, oh, I'm going to give up because there's no way I'm going to look like that. You will look like that if you stick to it for a thousand days. Like, it sounds ridiculous because that's like three years, but that's the sort of extent that these people have gone to, to look and feel and have that much muscle as they do. So it's that sort of mindset that we need to switch and think, actually, if I want to look like that, I've got to commit to a thousand. It's not, I'm, I'm saying a thousand out of nowhere, but it is something ridiculous, like years and years and years, like accept that it's more of a lifestyle at this point it's not a quick fix you are not gonna well the thing is you are not gonna look like exactly like the other people in there ever because we all have such different body types this is why a lot of people if they message me been like oh how can i look like you it's a huge huge compliment and i am so grateful to receive it i really really appreciate it but it's impossible and that's not me being big-headed, thinking, oh my God, I'm better than you. No, it is impossible for you to look like me because we are not the same person. We have different shaped bodies, different length limbs, different fat stores. Like, it's not necessarily how much fat you have. It just depends on where you store it as a, as a genetic point of view. Like, some people store it more around the middle. Some people are more leg-heavy, upper-body-heavy. Like... It really, really varies. So you, it's really important to not have someone else's body as your ideal body. Like, yes, you can use it as motivation if you want, but please don't be disappointed when you never end up looking like that because even like ab lines can look so different 
it's ridiculous. I get like weird sidelines. I don't really have a middle one, which most people do. That's the one that comes first for most people. And my, mine's not there as much. And it's very bizarre. But that's just, I can't picture someone else with that figure and think, oh yeah, I, I'm going to look like that one day because I won't. It's it's genetically impossible, to be honest, unless I had some form of surgery and I'm, I'm not willing to pay for that. So stop comparing yourself, full stop, to other people. It's good to compare yourself to previous versions of yourself. If you know you've already been there, you can use that as motivation because you've done it before. You've proven to yourself that you've already done it. So remember that, yeah, you can do it. So you can compare yourself to that and vice versa. If you've already started your fitness journey, you can compare yourself to the person that you were three months ago because you've come so, so far in three months like that it's amazing to see how far you've come and then use that as motivation to keep going. So really important that you don't compare yourself to other people, but you use yourself as like little pointers along the route and you can compare yourself to previous versions of yourself. The only reason I would say not to do that as well is if you have had a child and you are comparing your body post-child to the body that you had pre-child. Honestly, you have brought wonders into the world. You can't be upset. And I know it's hard, but like the the slight lower tummy, it might it might have changed slightly, and that's okay. Like the fact you have brought a child into this world is more than okay. But the thing is, it can sometimes jump back with the right exercise and nutrition. Um, it's just a lot harder. And accepting that is okay. And trying to not compare yourself to your body pre-child is, it, it's difficult because you know you used to look like that, but also you should be super, super proud. So let's not compare ourselves in any negative light. Just positive, please. Just positive. Um, something about the gym as well is finding the right time. So timing is key, I think, with the gym. I personally hate it when a gym is overly busy. You can't see the machines for the soup of people in there. Might be very hot soup, but it's still soup nonetheless. So finding the right time that works for you as well in terms of eating and fueling and being able to refuel. How does it fit around work? Do you need to fit it around other people's evening plans? Maybe you've got a family. Can you squeeze it in? That's why my half an hour workouts are just just the best because you really can squeeze a half an hour workout in pretty much any time in the day. Like lunch break, pre-work, straight after work while dinner's cooking. So many times like you can just squeeze that in. So good. Um, but yeah, nothing worse than a super busy gym. It's just the worst. Um, I would recommend starting slowly. If you're scared of going to the gym, just start slowly. I said this about running as well. Like, just start slowly. If you're scared of going for a run, just go for a long walk first. And then choose a little route. And then just walk and run. And then just run. And then build it up nice and slowly. Don't take on too much at once. Maybe just suss it out for 30 minutes the first time. And then the next week go for three go three times per week for 30 minutes and then the week after that maybe you up it to 45 minutes three times a week and then just slowly build it up like that 
and you'll you will you will start to see it's not a scary place. Like, yes, it looks like it can be, and it can be very daunting, but if you start slowly, don't take on too much at once, you will find that it's much more sustainable than than you think, and you'll be absolutely fine. I think finding your people, it sounds like it sounds so cheesy, but finding your people can be so beneficial. Like a community of people that are backing you is honestly the best thing you can find. It really, really is. I think one of the, my favorite bits of the app that I've built and my community is just the amount of support in that group chat is, it's emotional sometimes because some people have post been like, oh, having a really off day, girls. Um, don't think I'm going to do this, X, Y, blah. Um, God, can't stop eating. This is the worst day ever, blah, blah, blah. The amount of support in the comments that people are like, no, come on, you've got this. Like, it, you've, you've come so far. Like, there's so many positive things in there. And it's it's honestly one of the best things. I really, really love it. Um, especially having a coach as well, if I do say so myself. Um, but yeah, speak up. So ask for help. One of the things I say to people that join my programs and challenges and one-to-ones is you need to ask for help. I cannot read your mind if you are struggling. Like, there's so many super friendly people in a gym, in the app, in a group chat or any, or just generally on Instagram or social media. I have strangers asking me questions and it's absolutely amazing that they trust my judgment and they want advice from me. And I just think that is amazing. And I, I love helping while online and it just, social media has really helped to connect these types of people and I love the fact I can help people from all over the world. Um, so just remember to speak up. If you do join one of my challenges or you're in the gym for the first time, just remember to speak up and ask for help because people cannot read your mind. Even in a gym, when they can see your body language and stuff, they might not think you need help. So just ask for it. Everyone is super, super friendly in there. And most of the time they will love to help you or spot you or anything like that. So I would definitely recommend you just crack on and ask for help when you need it. Um, but I do recommend that if you are really, really scared of the gym, let's build a base first. I, I cannot recommend home workouts enough. They are literally my jam. I love everything about them, but I never use, it's really bizarre because I never used to. Like at all, pre-COVID, I couldn't stand home workouts. I thought, this is useless. I am not getting a workout in. I thought I needed the accountability of being booked onto a class to actually get me there because I didn't want to lose any credits or have to pay the fee of cancelling last minute. Like I, I, I used to need that. And now home workouts have literally changed my life and it's changed so many of my clients' lives as well uh, because you can just do them when you want. No one's watching you. Like you are understanding the basics of lifting weights with me first before that like you might just use one of my challenges to be like right I want to understand all the basics of lifting first and then after six weeks or maybe 12 weeks then you go into an actual gym and start lifting even heavier weights so even if you want to use my challenge as a bit of a stepping stone to get you in the gym that is what it's there for as well like you can wear what you want it's affordable limited equipment required. Like you literally need one or two kettlebells. It is so affordable. Like you don't need a gym membership or pricey PT costs. You literally have me as a coach the whole time. And I respond to messages in the group 
daily. So you can literally roll out of bed, no travel time, no time wasted, wear what you want. Like you don't need to feel like you should look presentable to work out. Like you'll be glowing soon. I don't say sweating, we are glowing. We are women, we glow. And I love it. Like you'll think I'm joking if I told you that I used to work out in my pajama bottoms and a sports bra for like a solid year before I started filming workouts. I literally kept my PJ bottoms on, which is really gross, but I just, you can literally roll out of bed, switch like sports bra on, done. It is bizarre. Like, but whatever makes it easiest for you to get it done, that's the most important thing, actually getting it done. And you can mix it up at home as well. So all my workouts are completely different. Like there's no, no, no more boring sets at the gym or like hours on a spin bike. You can really, really mix it up with these home workouts. Um, every day we do something different. So Monday is leg day, Tuesday hit, Wednesday is upper body, Thursday we do glutes and hamstrings, and then Friday is full body. And then at the moment as well, um, a lot of my clients are training for 10Ks. Maybe they want to do their first 5K. We've got half marathons. We've got marathon coming up this year as well for some of my clients. So if you need running built into your program as well, I love combining both strength and running. It's I like to think it's one of my fortes now that I think I've I think I've pretty much perfected it. I'm not gonna be not gonna be around the bush there. I love this combination of strength and running, and I think you will too. It's so so good. So even if you you maybe you don't run, but you'd like to start because there's a big hype on running at the moment, or maybe you're coming up to you want to run a marathon next year, and you want to just get a base fitness and start to implement running into your strength training also valid it doesn't matter where you are in your running journey it doesn't matter where you are in your strength journey this this challenge is for you like i can't fathom it like even like i'm an experienced oh mm, what i cost myself experience probably three and a half years of filming home workouts i'd like mm, i'd like to think that's cost us experience by this point but who knows at this point um but i like i still struggle in the workouts. They are so, so good. I feel like I'm, my head is just getting bigger and bigger right now, but they are so good. And then when I say that, or like I post the videos of me sweating and really struggling after the workouts, people are like, I just think they're going to be too hard. But yes, they are hard, but you can make modifications. I say throughout the workouts, right, if you can't do this, do this, or take the jumps out, or put the weight down, lower the weight, maybe you pick up a smaller kettlebell. Or, likewise, if I'm having a bad day and I'm like, guys, I'm really struggling here, if you want to pick up a heavier weight, please do. If you want to add some jumps or pulses, please do. Like, we all have off days. So there's always modifications that I give throughout the workouts. Um, and yes, you will build muscle. Like, focusing on tempo and reps can build muscle more effectively than rushing round workouts in a gym. So even if the workout that we do is only half an hour, it's still going to help and hugely, hugely benefit your muscle growth, especially if you are a beginner. You get newbie gains all over the gaff. Like you will feel so much stronger so quickly and you might have fun in the process. Flinging kettlebells round and sweating it out in your living room 
can be quite addicting. So don't tell me I didn't warn you. Uh, I absolutely love it. And obviously I have just mentioned the community as well. The team, like the group, is just the best ever. And I can't believe how, how good it really has got. Uh, it really keeps us all accountable. Um, so you experience the journey and just surrounded by like-minded troopers. You're honestly so, so good. And you can obviously do it whenever you want. There's no strict times, no set gym classes or anything to meet your PT. And you might say, mm, that's actually, that's, that's not good because I'm not going to stay accountable. But you will because you've got, you've got the day to do it. And then it, cause it's, it's, it gets put into your diary within the app. So you've got to literally tick it off that day. So it's just, it's so good. It's so, so good. Um, I did just want to say though, when it comes to doing new things, whether this is the gym, whether this is anything scary, anything hard, maybe it's signing up to this challenge because you know it's going to be hard. Like I think a lot of the time we, don't like doing new things because we're scared because we know it's going to be hard because it's new and it's hard. But you've got to remember that anything that's hard is usually worth doing because it's hard. Like set yourself hard targets, hard goals, and make them difficult, make them exciting, but understand that yes, hard things are going to be worth doing because they're difficult, like not everyone wants to do them. If it was easy, everyone would do it. So I always think a really good way of proving to yourself daily that you can do hard things is doing like really small, 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 but hard tasks. Like when your alarm goes up off in the morning, you get straight out of bed instead of snoozing your alarm, or maybe you pick up your phone, like do the hard thing and just get out of bed. That is hard, but that is proving to yourself that you do hard things. Maybe it's having a cold shower. Maybe it's going to the gym. Maybe it's doing the workout at home. Maybe it's going for a run. There's so many tiny, like, hard things you can do throughout the day to prove to yourself daily that you can do hard things. And that'll just help build your mental toughness. And it will, you will start to become more and more confident as you prove to yourself that you can do it. The main bit about confidence is knowing if you can do it or not. Like, if you're not confident in something, you don't back yourself. Whereas if you prove to yourself every single day that you can do hard things, you you know you can do it. You'll, you'll be much more confident in life if you know that you can do it. So it's a little bit of a deep end in there, but if you are finally ready to put your health first, like you want to be in the best shape of your life, you want to do it all from the comfort of your own home. You want to enjoy the process and you want to become part of a community of like-minded people that are seriously super, super supportive. If you are finally ready to quick, quit, quick, oh my God, quit all of the quick fixes and make a serious impact, but only change a few small things, including just adding a little half an hour workout every day, then get involved. My next six-week challenge starts on the 19th of February. Get involved. Uh, you can find this at the web, my website, theexerciseengineer.com. I think it's forward slash foundation underscore 42. 
if that's way too faffy to try and find, it's in my Instagram bio. DM me on Instagram. Just message me on Facebook, whatever you need. Um, if you just want to hear a little bit more about it or you want to see inside the app, just drop me a message and I will be happy to help and explain a little bit more for you. So I hope you really enjoyed that that episode, team. Um, get yourself down to the gym or get yourself buying a kettlebell. Whatever, I just don't think we need to be scared of the gym anymore. It's, it is daunting, but it's really not. Everyone in there is so friendly. No one cares. Everyone's too busy and bothered about their own things. So just remember that next time you're going in. And I'm going to love you and leave you there, team. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked it, please rate, subscribe and forward it to one person you think might benefit from this episode. Thank you so much. Bye. See you next week. Bye.